0: Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Jen Otero.
1: And this is Melanie Wise. And we are so glad that you've joined us today. We are about to jump into a new series over the next couple of months on Mercy Talk, where we are going to be walking through and discussing the keys to freedom that we use in our residential program. Yes. However, I think it's very important to point out that Mm -hmm. these keys are not keys that really only work in a residential setting. These keys that we're going to be discussing are ones that truly, I think it's safe to say that every last staff member here mm-hmm. has to use these in their daily life. Yes. These are really biblical keys, not just to walking into a place of freedom, but being able to maintain that freedom and walk in it on a regular mm-hmm. basis. And so, you know, these are just really very foundational to what we do here at Mercy. But for these next couple of weeks, we actually are going to not jump into the official keys yet. We are going to talk about a couple of principles that we think are very foundational to our keys to freedom in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, I think it's important before we even jump into this to to point out that, again, like I've already mentioned, these keys are biblical. We believe that apart from Jesus and apart from the power of Christ, you know, that real... True wholeness and healing and freedom can't really be found That's outside right. of him. You know, you can find a degree of it. You can um, find some help, maybe mm-hmm. some coping mechanisms here or there. But really being able to walk in a place of wholeness, we believe is impossible outside of him. And so totally.
0: all of these keys, you know, really focus people towards the one who can heal them Mm -hmm. completely. So today, Mel, it's going to be really fun because we're starting off with really hitting on that just area of hearing the voice of God. Mm -hmm. Because as we hit into the keys, we have found over time that hearing the voice of God, next week we'll be talking about authority in Christ, that those two things are hugely foundational not just to the keys, but to being believers mm-hmm. of God, to being sons and daughters of God. And I know for me, you know, you and I talk about these things a lot. It's a lot of, you know, the conversations we have at workshops or just different things. But I think for me, I continually come back to the place of going, wow, there was a season in my life that yeah. I didn't know that God spoke. Me I didn't too. understand. I mean, I knew God spoke through his word. I mean, I knew that as a believer. But the idea of actually being able to have a two-way conversation with the Holy Spirit or to really allow the Lord space in my my life to speak his opinion his direction his thoughts his heart for me was not news that i knew I would say even up to 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so it's just amazing to me. I think it's what for me, I can get so in the kind of routine of it where it's just part of my life and part of what I do where I have to continually come back and go, yeah, there was a season where this was not the norm. This was not a part of my relationship with God. But once I started to understand that this was a part of who he was, it changed everything. And I know that you and I have talked about that many times. And so I'm really excited about today. I'm excited to really hit on the reality of the fact that God speaks to us Mm -hmm. and to really give listeners and there's an opportunity just to really understand what that looks like biblically, but also for them individually, because yeah. the cool thing is, is individual sons and daughters. He reveals himself or speaks to us in a variety of different ways. Yeah. So for you all that are listening, that may be new news to you. You may be where we were going oh my gosh, I had no idea that God really spoke. Now, like we said, he speaks in a variety of ways and we'll hit on that in a couple minutes, but understanding that he's a very relational God and he mm-hmm. loves to speak to his children. I know as a mom, I love just to sit down and have a conversation with my kid. Yeah. But I also know, for instance, if I go out, let's say we go out to coffee together and she sits and talks at me the whole time and never gives me an opportunity to speak into it, it becomes a very one way conversation. And so I think sometimes we can not even recognize that we get into the same kind of thing with God sometimes where we go into our prayer time and we kind of give all of our gratitude things, and we share all of our prayer requests and all these things, and then we come out and don't ever give him an opportunity to speak back to us. Mm -hmm. And so I think today is just really about teaching what that looks like, but also just starting to really recognize this is something that is so God's heart for us as a good father, that he wants to be in communication with us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think too, just how... I think for many years of my life, I heard or I've heard other people talk about how God Mm -hmm. speaks to them. And I'm like, man, that sounds awesome. Like, that'd be really cool to have that. And I don't think it was really till I worked, started working here at Mercy that I started learning just the true practical ways to, like, it's not just for certain people who are at a certain level spiritually. Like, He actually wants to speak to every person. That's good. But, like, really learning the practical ways to start kind of practicing that and like you said giving space i think there was a season in my life where i didn't want to give space because i was afraid he wouldn't do it right i don't want to like even try this because if he doesn't then i'm gonna feel like wow he prefers others over me Mm -hmm. or you know he doesn't really want to talk to me or i don't i'm not good at this you know and i was so afraid of almost failing at it that i didn't give it much of a shot but i think like you already mentioned it's just so important that yes we are trying to to teach the residents who come into our program how to do this. And we want other people to know how to teach other people. Yeah. But this is just as important for the helpers and for the teachers as it is for those who are being helped. Because as you're going to hear over the coming weeks, when you're helping someone else or you're you know, walking someone through these principles of freedom, it is absolutely vitally important that you have the ability Mm -hmm. to hear from the Lord through this whole process. It's not just for them. So for anybody who's listening today, who is a helper, a counselor, someone who helps others, like this is just as much Mm -hmm. for you as for those that you're helping. And so I just think it's really important for everyone.
0: Yeah. I think of just personally as a counselor, once I learned this and understood what that looked like, My sessions, my time, not just my own personal time with the Lord, but as a helper and in that counseling relationship, I've gotten really good at getting out of the way. And I know most listeners, if they listen to our podcast, we've talked about that at different times. Mm -hmm. Why I've learned just to say, what does the Holy Spirit have in his heart? Because when you can really start to learn to hear from him and give him the reins to run with something, especially in a healing process, It's Mm -hmm. unbelievable what you're able to accomplish and watch God do because he has the lead and he has a space to guide and lead what he wants to do and what's in his heart. And so- it's just so, 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 so cool. Before we go much further, let's get into the scripture and really look at this because this isn't just an idea of melingen or mercy multiplied. This is reality out of the scripture mm-hmm. of what God says of who he is and what he wants to do. Um, one of my favorite ones is Jeremiah 33, two through three, and it says, this is God's message. The God who made earth made it livable and lasting, known everywhere as God. Call to me and I will answer you. I'll tell you marvelous and wondrous things you could never figure out on your own. And so, I mean, the promise right there is call to me and I'll answer you and I'll show you things you can't figure out in your human knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I think so often we kind of go through life trying to figure it out the best we can, When I know for me, I've stopped along the way and go, God, what do you have to say about this? And suddenly this revelation drops and I'm like, what? I could have never figured that out in a million years all by myself. But suddenly there's a shift or there's this thing that drops and you're just like, wow, Lord, that changed everything. Mm -hmm. So it's just really, really neat to know that that's what he desires. Psalm 91, 14 through 16 says, Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So once again, if we call on him, he's going to answer us. And also, if you look at John 10, it talks about, Jesus talks about my sheep know my voice. That that he talks about being in that relationship that if we really understand and know God, we start to really learn what his voice Mm -hmm. looks like. But I think you hit on an important point, Mel, is that place of, okay, how do I step out and do this? Because when I've taught people how to hear the voice of God, because it's something I love, love, love to do, especially at home and in sessions is to really be able to go, okay, you can't mess this up. You can't miss him. Your job is to show up and really just ask some questions and give him space to speak. Sometimes it may take a little while, but it's not something that we, like I often say that God wants to speak to us more than we even want him to. So you can't like mess it up. You can't miss him. He's going to show up and reveal himself to you. Sometimes it may take a little time and a little patience, but he's very, very excited to be able to reveal Mm -hmm. himself Mm -hmm. and communicate with us.
1: Well, and Jen, I think it's really important too, uh, when we're talking about this, that as you pointed out the scripture about how the sheep know my voice, Mm -hmm. the ability to know when it's God's voice is also really important when it comes to this because, um, and, and you know, I mean, I think there's certain, there are some different kind of uh, litmus tests that you can put it against that mm-hmm. are are somewhat foolproof. One of them is just in knowing what fruit is coming out of what you think you're, you're hearing. Because the fruit of hearing God's voice is always going to be fruit that is of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's, you know, obviously we have scripture that talks about the actual fruit of the Spirit being love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, yeah. that, all of those things that bring those types of fruit, then you know that that is God's voice. And if it doesn't bring those things, if it brings fear mm-hmm. or condemnation or real anxiety or whatever that may be, that is not going to be what the Lord's voice right. brings. And so when you know that that is the fruit coming out of what you think you're hearing, that's probably not going to be God. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's important to know that, I mean. Even sometimes when he is maybe giving us a word of of conviction or correction or direction that might kind of sting a little bit, it's right. always done with love. And so you may feel, it may not feel good, but yeah. it also doesn't produce a bunch of fear or mm-hmm. anxiety or condemnation, like I said. And so, you know, that's a pretty easy litmus test to put it up Mm -hmm. against. Like, what is the fruit coming out of what I'm hearing? And if it's not fruit that's of the Spirit, then that is not going to be God's voice that, that I'm hearing. So I think it's important to clarify that in knowing
0: Mm -hmm. when it's God's voice and when it's not. And I would add too, because I've seen over the years, I I think all of us in our human state can get into this challenge of, is it me or is it God? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think the voice of the enemy and the voice of the Lord are usually pretty typically clear. But sometimes we can get stuck into that place of, oh gosh, was that me or was that God? Absolutely. And typically what I challenge in that moment is, did it bring life? Did it bring light? And did it bring love? And did you, like you're saying, did it bring good fruit? Well, yeah, and it was truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then at the end of the day, the challenge in that is not to feel like you're kind of splitting hairs of like, was it me? Was it God? Because ultimately my thing is if I'm speaking truth to myself, Mm -hmm. then there's still Holy Spirit and God in that. Absolutely. Because there's no truth in us apart from God. So the reality is, is just recognizing not to get stuck there or to get distracted or feeling like, gosh, I have to figure out whether that was me or God. You actually don't. You can actually go, what did it bring? it brought actually really encouraged me sweet. Then it doesn't really matter whether it was you or God, especially in those starting stages where you're still kind of getting your footing in this and you're starting to figure out the different ways God speaks to you and you know, you're getting more confident in it. That can be a real stalling place that I've seen. Oh my goodness.
1: It stalled me for years, (laughs) literally years where I was just like, I don't want to do this because I can't ever figure out if it's me or God. Right. Without realizing that at some level, as I've been growing in my walk with the Lord, Mm -hmm. he has been renewing my mind and he's been giving me the mind of Christ. So if a thought of truth comes into my mind, that can be God. Like Mm -hmm. just because I hear a voice coming from the sky doesn't mean that the voice that I'm hearing in my mind is not him speaking truth. So I think... If it's true that all truth is God's truth, then if the truth is in my head, then mm-hmm. that's God putting truth in my head. So that is God. Absolutely. If it's coming out of my mind, it doesn't mean <laughs> that it's still not God because God can actually give me truth and the Holy Spirit can drop truth into my. So I just absolutely
0: mm-hmm.
1: like that stalled me out for a long time because I didn't ever know the difference. So I was like, well, what's the point? Yeah, if I can't tell if it's God's voice or mine. Why would I even try? You know, it was just totally. It was really a big stumbling block for me. So I know that even hearing you teach about hearing the voice of God in like our workshops and things like that, I've learned a lot about like not letting that stall me out. Mm -hmm. Just keep moving forward with that, understanding that truth is God's truth. Right. So anyway, that's That's what I'm really passionate about Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I understand how much that can really be a stumbling block for people when it comes to trying to hear his voice. Yeah, you can
0: get so stuck. He's not afraid to do that. Uh, I would say, too, I think for us as we're sitting here having this conversation as adults, I always like to hit on the fact too, that this is not just for 18 and over. Like I think about my 11, mm-hmm. almost 12 year old who hears very clearly from God, because this is just part of how she was raised, the conversations we have. I mean, honestly, she hears more clearly from the Lord often than I do. She hears stuff that I'm afraid to hear, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, and isn't afraid to be like, Hey mom, this is what God said. Like, so I think there's something I always like to add in this conversation too, that as parents and helpers and, you know, just mentors that this isn't just for us. It's not just for the people we're helping. This is for the next generation. This is for the kids that are in our world, whether it's nieces, and nephews, or whatever it may be, but really starting to understand there's a real simplification to this, even as we wrap up in a couple minutes talking about how to practically do this, Mm -hmm. but really teaching our kids and the people that we have in our world to understand like, this is how God operates and he wants to reveal himself to you and helping kids to understand that they can hear from the Lord too. Mm -hmm. And I know that's been revolutionary for my daughter. Like she really, really loves her prayer time and loves to hear from the Lord and is very confident in it. And it's created such a cool factor in her relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord that I just love to watch continue to grow. And so I always like to point that out as well.
1: Absolutely. I mean, what better way to equip our children in the next yes. generation? Because I just love when I think about the way that you have taught your daughter that and how she's not always gonna have mom by her side mm-hmm, to give her true. direction or to tell her the truth when she's being lied to. or mm-hmm. you know. And so the fact that she is learning how to go to him I just can't even imagine what that's going to mean for. I'm like, if I had learned that as a child, how my teen years would have been different, how my Mm -hmm. college years would have been different, if I had understood how to go to him for those types of things,
0: it's just huge. One story that comes to mind too, Mel. I know we've talked about this with my daughter. Is thinking of a time. It's probably been the last year because she'll be 12. She was in front of the mirror, just getting ready, doing something, and she came to me and said, "Mom, I was looking in the mirror, and suddenly I just had this thought that I was ugly." And I thought, okay, this could be an interesting conversation. I said, so tell me what you think that's about. She goes, well, I really feel like the enemy was just trying to make me feel that way. And I said, well, how do you know? She goes, well, because A, I know it's not true, Mm -hmm. but I also asked the Lord what he said. And so it was like this... And the Lord was able just to show her, like, that's not true. That's what the enemy is saying. And it was just neat to me as a mom to recognize, like, it wasn't something that was able to get embedded in her. It's not something that she bid on. It was something like, wait a minute, that doesn't, that doesn't line up with truth of who I know that I am. But I'm also going to ask the Lord what this is about. And she said it was probably a two, three minute conversation with the Lord, but. It was mm. just a perfect example of how, because she has been taught to hear the voice of God, she didn't have to come to me to get mm-hmm. truth. She didn't have to fight over this lie that came to her. She was able to really recognize it pretty quickly and it wasn't able to land long for her because she knew how to go, she knew how to access the Lord in that way. Mm. And he was able to come in and really show her truth. And so like you just said, there's gonna, I recognize as a mom, as she's getting older, there's, as she grows, there's less availability that I have in those moments. There's yeah. gonna be more more and more opportunities where she's not right by my side. She's not two or three anymore. And so as she grows, it's there's a real peace that I have as a mom knowing not only is God with her, but she knows how to access him. Mm-hmm. She knows how to recognize lies when they come. She knows the voice of the enemy, and she also knows how to stand in her authority. And so it's just been really cool to watch over time that this concept that changed me and helped me to grow as I've given it to her and my husband has given it to her, it's just become a normal way of life for her. But all of the things that have tried to come in that have had no access to her because she's able to access the Lord. I mean, you think of all the 11 year olds who have, that enemy has tried to drop that lie and that they've latched onto it without even realizing it Mm -hmm. and how it started just to embed in their hearts. And for her, it's just not something that was a struggle because she was able to access the Lord. So that's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. stories, just thinking through like, thank you, Lord that she was able to really recognize the lie and the truth in that situation yeah.
1: I mean I have personally latched onto that story mm-hmm. a lot and just in hearing you know I don't have any biological children yet and um, <laughs> yet. <laughs> but I do have I believe like spiritual mm-hmm. children in my life and there's you know, a family that I'm really close to who have a daughter who's 10 mm-hmm. and I'm kind of just like a big sister mentor right. to her. And this summer I was, you know, thinking about you and your daughter and just kind of how you've been teaching her this. And I was like, you know what? I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of friends now who have kids that are, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 years old yeah. or whatever. And They've got daughters and they're already talking to me like, yeah, you know, my daughter is already struggling some with her looks and what people, kids are saying to her at school or this or that. And I think about what you've taught your daughter so many times. And I'm like, well, let me just tell you something that I'm learning about and like how awesome it would be for our kids to learn this. And so I've, I thought about it with this, you know, girl that I'm so close to. And so this summer... We started just a little activity that we're doing together on hearing God's voice and so listening cool. for God to speak. And I'm like, you can do this too. You're 10 years old, but I know that you can. And and how awesome would it be for you to learn this at 10? Mm-hmm. Because she's just now starting to get to that point of starting to hear those
0: things too. So with all that being said, Mal, at this point, we could talk for probably a whole nother half hour on this. Yes. But we have to call it for today. And we want listeners to know that we're not leaving them hanging, that Mm -hmm. today there's been more of that overall, this is what this looks like, that this is possible, that this is something you can actually operate in your own life and then give away to other people. Um, But next week, as we hit into part two, we're going to be talking more about the practicality of what it looks like to really put this into place. Like, how do you begin to hear the voice of God? That it's not just this idea or this concept up in the sky, Mm -hmm. but that it's something that we actually can practically do day and day and day out. So for those of you listening, please, please, please join us next week because there will be much more on hearing the voice of God. Thanks again for joining us.